eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Odyssey Sports presents Big Time Baseball. Three, two, one. Back at you again with another episode of Big Time Baseball. I'm Tony Gwynn Jr. alongside my partner, John Heyman. John, spring training is in full effect. Well, kind of. Pitchers and catchers have reported across the league. Uh, this is a, this seems like it's going to be a pretty exciting year in 2023. Oh, absolutely. I mean, a lot of big uh, signings, a lot of in new places. Only Aaron Judge among the really big free agents stayed put you know i was well end up correa did too actually by the end i forget right he tried tried with two new teams now he's back uh with the twins as well but uh bogart's out in the with the padres they're always an exciting uh it's just a wild winter and uh should be a great season well let's uh let's start with the some somber news uh a, a guy who i voice i grew up listening to throughout the course of world series Tim McCarver uh, passed away at last or yesterday at the age of 81. Uh, for those who, who may not remember, he was your main voice alongside. He worked with both Bucks, but he worked with Joe uh, a lot longer as they did World Series. And uh, we lose uh, uh, um, one of the big voices of, of our game, John. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing when you think about it. He's one of those rare four-decade players. You know, yeah. played more than 20 years, started in the 50s. 1959 ended up in 1980. So, I mean, that is quite a long career, and he's best remembered for his broadcasting. So it shows you that he had two terrific careers. He's one of the best baseball analysts ever. Did a lot of work with the Mets and the Yankees, many other teams. But uh, he'll be remembered for his national broadcasts and uh, – you know, he's a very, very was a very insightful guy, and obviously uh, a terrific ball, ball, long-lasting ball player. And I can recall uh, he was the personal catcher for Steve Carlton there with the Phillies. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously was with St. Louis a long time, and uh, really just a terrific career. Two terrific careers for Tim McCarver. Yeah, throw throw Bob Gibson in that list of guys right. he caught as well. I mean, he he's he's he saw a lot of baseball. He he played with a lot of phenomenal players. 
And I think that's part of what made him such a good analyst. And I was listening to Joe Buck talk about him last night. And remember, Joe Buck was really 27 when he started working um, with, with Tim McCarver. And he, he credited Tim McCarver with allowing him to kind of, you know, spread his wings, if you will, as he started his career. And uh, uh, certainly a sad day for baseball to see a guy like that uh, pass away. Yeah, very honest, too. I mean, he was certainly willing yeah. to be critical, which, you know, at, in those early days, there were probably not of a lot of guys who were, you know, they were mostly homers who were covering the team. And I know that, uh, you know, sometimes he he might say something critical of the manager, but, you know, he was honest. He was an honest broadcaster and he really should be appreciated as such. One of the great yeah. analysts ever, as I said, and what, what a great baseball career that's almost now forgotten because it was eclipsed by his great broadcast. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. All right, let's uh, slide into some of the uh, bigger issues going around Major League Baseball. We'll start with Shohei Otani. He is the prize jewel of the 2024 uh, free agency. And uh, listen, nobody really knows what Shohei is going to do. You saw Mike Trout come out a few days ago and said he's going to do everything in his power uh, to keep him uh, as an angel. Uh, they have announced that he will be the opening day starter. He, of course, will be in the World Baseball Classic. This is going to shape up to be a fascinating year. And I, my question to you, John, is um, unlike some of the American guys who the reporters can get questions off, and it's not that they can't get questions to him, but this would normally be a frenzy of a year in terms of having to answer questions right. almost daily about his upcoming free agency. Do you think the same will be for for Shohei no because you know it, there's an extra layer there you've got to go through the interpreter and uh you know obviously he's an international superstar you know right. and uh you know I think he speaks English pretty well but uh you know at this point it's probably very difficult to get him to open up about something right. like this and he's also uh going to be the biggest free agent ever obviously we had a lot of big free agents but we're talking about a guy who's an incredible pitcher and an incredible hitter international star brings a lot of money in and uh you know who knows where this is going to go it's certainly going to be a record you know you hear 500 million as an estimate I'm sure it will ask for even more than that uh you know all the big teams are going to be clamoring it feels like the dodgers uh, saved some money to do it i know that uh, the padres will they know it will not be easy. Uh, you know, last time, five of the seven finalists were West Coast. So that could be a hint of where he likes. Of course, that was five years ago. You know, maybe he's grown to like the Midwest or the East as well. But uh, normally it's about the money and these big free agents. But uh, with him, not sure. This is a guy who could have delayed his free agency. And, uh, I mean, delayed coming over and, and got become a free agent years ago and uh, came over because he wanted to show that he can – hit and pitch at the major league level. And that was foremost in his mind. He may not be that driven by money. It's going to be there for him anyway. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, you hear these things geographically. We thought Trey Turner wanted to go east, and it turned out to be right. Here's yeah. a case we think a guy probably wants to stay west. We shall see whether that comes to fruition. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think certainly the Angels are going to try. I talked to Artie Moreno at the owner's meeting. Uh, but, uh, you know, you know, the cross town or cross freeway, <laughs> right, right. uh, you know, Steve Cohn is going to be involved. So it's going to be quite interesting. 
Yeah, I, I don't think he'll have to worry about how many zeros are going to end up on that check when it's all said and done. And, you know, th there's one thing uh, that you can say about guys who set a president of being somewhat private is that when it gets to this time of year, they don't have to change their stripes. They get to continue to be the same guy. And I think for Otani, as you said, that extra layer uh, will make it, I think, a little bit more comfortable for him than uh, maybe some of the guys who, who grew up here in the States. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to be inundated. He's, uh, you know, basically made it clear he's really not going to be revealing much, I think, already. And, you know, I just went up to the Mets GM, Billy Epler, and certainly Epler has a history uh, with him as he was yeah. the GM of the Angels uh, when uh, they did get Otani. And uh, he said to me, uh, Otani is a member of the uh, Angels, and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you know? uh, Good answer. Very sensitive. You're not supposed to talk about uh, players on other teams. I get it. I was kind of going up on an off-the-record basis, but since he said nothing, I can reveal that uh, he said nothing off the record. And, uh, you know, it's going to be – uh, quite a situation here. We're talking about a guy getting probably a half a billion dollars. Uh, you know, I mean, he's one of a kind. There's no question about that. And uh, he also brings in uh, sponsorship and signage and all sorts of revenue. So, you know, it's it's a, it's a it's a difference. I mean, Aaron Judge was a big free agent. Those yeah. shortstops are big free agents, but this is another category entirely. Yeah, this runs completely. This runs deeper than just what he does on the field this this goes to butts in the seat this goes to merchandise so there's so many layers to a guy like Shohei Otani um and he won't be alone uh in this free agency uh news comes down today via Dennis Lynn of the Athletic uh he says that he tweeted out it wasn't a secret but Manny Machado publicly confirmed he's told the Padres he intends to opt out of his contract. He, he declined to get into negotiations or on a potential extension with the club, but did say he'd like to play as long as new teammate Nelson Cruz has. So, uh, I mean, that's a pretty firm, you know, uh, I'm going to free agency. We're not going to have any more uh, contract talks um, until that, until that happens. And so now you have Shohei Otani and Manny Machado who will be available to the masses. Yeah, I'm a little surprised. I was at the owners meeting uh, last week and uh, there was some hope there that, to get something done. They have clearly been talking about it and certainly the Padres are willing to spend, give them credit. Uh, Peter Seidler, Eric Rubner, they did a fantastic job, got Bogerts and, you know, they keep going. Uh, extension for Darvish. So I, I understood their hope and 
even suggested they had hope, and uh, now that hope uh, to uh, supersede the opt-out is gone, and uh, we've got another big free agent. Um, I thought he was the MVP last year. Certainly Goldschmidt uh, was a great candidate who won the award, but uh, Machado, one of the best defenders, I think, of all time, even though somehow he didn't wasn't nominated for a gold glove at his position last Um and just a terrific all-around player. And, uh, you know, he's established in San Diego. So I'm, I'm not going to uh, say this is not going to happen. I still think they have a chance. Uh, yeah. You know, they're a team that has really shocked us. I mean, you were there years ago, I mean, from San Diego. And, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. they never could spend with the big boys. I mean, that it's not a small market. It's a mid-market, 12th market. But in terms of media market, because they're kind of hemmed in there by Mexico and uh, certainly, Angeles to the north, uh, the TV market does not provide what other TV markets do provide. And uh, give them credit, uh, they clearly must be losing money. <laughs> They're not talking about it. I talked to one of them yesterday, but uh, I give them credit for trying to do everything they can to win. And they did make an effort here with uh, Machado. We don't know exactly what that effort was, but, uh, you know, he's still a very viable, excellent free agent. Uh, it was surprising last year when Arenado uh, did not opt out. You know, similar right. type situation, right. similar age, similar pedigree, and uh, that was a shock. And you know, this probably shouldn't be a shock. It's only surprising that the Padres were not able to get it done because they've been able to get almost everything done that they've tried. They did try for Trey Turner and they tried for Aaron Judge, but you know, they did get one of the big fish in Bogarts, and uh, they've done so much more than anyone, any of us would have thought they could have done. Yeah, a few things because, uh, you know, as you mentioned, I, I'm pretty close to this. Um, the first salvo really was put down by A.J. Preller. He, he, he had mentioned, um, I, I can't remember, it might have been at U Darvish's press conference that uh, the, ball was, the ball was in Manny's court. Manny then responded by saying, no, actually the ball is in your court. Uh, it, you know, the Padres looked at it as Manny was still under contract beyond his opt-out. He Manny looked at it as I have I am a free agent after this, and so now by putting himself as a free agent now maybe negotiations can start. But it sounds like Manny Machado is uh, is content on going to free agency and seeing where it goes. I will say this: the difference in Arenado and 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 Manny, I think, was Arenado opted in. What was that last season? He opted in, John, yeah. during the season. Um, that was before this this kind of money started to 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 get funny here this offseason i mean yeah i think i yeah. i think it i i think it would be um it, it wouldn't be smart business by manny not opting out after seeing the price tags that were handed out during this offseason so I, I think this was we this was coming no matter yeah. what the scenario was right but Arenado had to know he was giving up some money i mean uh, oh for sure you know, i mean he's one of the best players in baseball and and he had to know he was going to be able to top what he had left even before seeing what judge and correa and uh, bogarts and turner got you know so there are guys who are comfortable where they are i mean me i'd be comfortable in san diego i think you're, you're pretty comfortable <laughs> in san diego indeed uh, some guys you know trey turner was offered 42 million dollars more to go to san diego and he preferred philadelphia to san diego me i you know i i would go to san diego for 42 million less uh not that anyone's offering <laughs> uh, right 
but uh, you know, everybody's got their own taste, and uh, we'd heard Machado was it's kind of set up things there. But uh, you know, everybody's competitive in this game. That's how you get to be a great player, and he's obviously competitive and wants to do better than he's got right now. Yeah, you, you know the the interesting the other interesting element is you wonder how much Arenado was jaded by taking the most money he could in Colorado. And then that completely not being worked out now getting to St. Louis, which from a market standpoint, I mean, they don't, they aren't one of the bigger spenders in baseball. I wonder if that played in his mind and taking the opt out as opposed to trying to get a little bit more so that he could have the pieces around him. Uh, certainly something uh, you would think that he thought about. Uh, let's, I want to move to a, a, another category in that. Um, I don't know if you happen to see this. Corbin Burns uh, went to his arbitration hearing. And uh, as a former player, I know most agents will suggest that you don't go to these meetings for the for for the very very reason that Corbin Burns found out. And uh, he says that this this relationship between him and the Brewers has changed in a way that I don't think can can be can be mended. do you do you see him being moved before uh, the arbitration? Or excuse me, the the uh, arbitration eligibility ends. I mean, you know, this is going to be up to the Brewers. I, I think this was just penny wise on their part. I, I don't get it at all to be fighting with your ace over a few hundred right. grand. Now, I do, you know, six hundred grand to be exact. Yeah, I, I understand <laughs> that the Brewers were hit by the pandemic more than most. Their TV contract is if not the worst in baseball, one of the worst. And understandably, they're either the 29th or 30th market, depending on how you look at it, between them and Cincinnati. So they certainly have some money issues, but you, you can't be fighting with your ace. You know, that, that right. can't be the thing to do. They've made some curious decisions in the last couple of years. Uh, I mean, to trade Hader and upset the clubhouse the way they did, uh, they just don't seem to count personality at all. And uh, it's not all about analytics. Uh, It's not, you know, I mean, these guys are people too. I I, I think this was a crazy uh, decision. And I also think the arbitrators blew this one. This was an obvious call to me. It's funny how the best players all were defeated. Uh, uh, You know, Freed was defeated also. Uh, You know, Helsley was one of the better relievers was defeated in arbitration. It seems like whoever's really good loses. Who's ever not so good seems to win. Uh, I'm not sure that this is to me. And I know the players wanted more arbitration because if the choice is arbitration or the teams just decide what you get, I guess arbitration is better. But to me, this process is, is greatly flawed. Uh, I mean, he was asking for a very reasonable sum. If you look yeah, at was. the obvious case was Shane Bieber, uh, who also happened to finish seventh. They both finished seventh, right? So they should get the same raise. And if he got, if they gave him the same raise, he would have gotten, you know, closer to what he asked for in arbitration. They both won Cy Young awards in the past. They're both a year away from free agency. Uh, it was clear to me this was the biggest slam dunk, and I almost thought that the Brewers were purposely losing to make him happy. Uh, but no, they want to save the. <laughs> uh, You know, they upset the clubhouse last year. Now they've upset their ace. Uh, You know, good for them that they saved a few pennies, but uh, just a very bad move by the Brewers in my estimation. Cutting off your nose to spite your face. This is, this is, is, uh, yeah, this doesn't seem like it's going in the right direction. I mean, for a while, the Brewers seem to be ascending. You know, they made the deal. Uh, They bring in some really talented players. You got those two frontline starters. 
and it just seems like ever since Yelich had the injury, things have started to go the opposite way, and they're headed headed in the wrong direction at this point. We'll see if Craig Council can work his magic and get these guys playing in the right direction again. Uh, lastly, one of the things you and I talked about uh, during free agency when we were kind of going through where everybody went was Jacob DeGrom going to the Rangers. Uh, it didn't take long, but – and listen, there aren't any games being played, so let's let's, let's make sure we keep this in perspective. Uh, but he was held out with a, a – looked like a, a left side issue, a la oblique. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, thank you for reminding me to keep it in perspective because a lot of people don't think I keep it in perspective. Of course, <laughs> I reacted quickly and to the news that came on the same day where Verlander was telling us that he wants to pitch another – I don't know, five, ten more years. I was right. hard to hard to really know pinpoint him because he wants to go forever. You know, I think he looks at people bringing up Tom Brady, but I think Nolan Ryan or Moyer is more of the a guy to bring up. Tom Brady to me is a miracle because he's hitting hit by speeding locomotives <laughs> right. in the forties. I mean, they're all miracles. So you know, I give Verlander credit. I mean, he's the guy that replaced Degrom. It's like a, a total contrast. Uh, to me, DeGrom was too focused on the contract and uh, Verlander's focused on what he should be focused on. And uh, yeah, you're right. We, I need to keep it in perspective, uh, but I've been here before with these injuries. Uh, he's led the league in MRIs. But the funny thing about free agency, it seems like the pitchers who have limited innings on their arm, they're rewarded for not actually posting and answering the bell. They, they get more money because uh, they say, oh, we got more mileage on my arm. Well, yeah, right. but you didn't pitch. Right. Uh, it's a funny game, uh, free agency, and he got $185 million. Good for Texas for, you know, signing this incredible, phenomenal pitcher, and hopefully they'll have better luck with him than the Mets did the last few years. But, uh, you know, it's only it's only a couple of days, so you're right. I need to keep in perspective. Figure they say it's not serious. It's just about the weather, and they'll get him out there. And, I mean, Texas rebuilt their, uh, their whole rotation. They should be better. That yeah. Angels are better. It's an interesting – uh, division both wests are pretty pretty strong right now yeah big 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 chris young has done a, a nice job uh getting that organization moving around bruce bochi at the helm now we'll see what the rangers do uh that's gonna do it of big time baseball spring training rolling we'll try to get you these as much as possible uh make sure you subscribe like wherever you get your podcast uh, for john Heyman, for myself we'll catch you next week 